1: the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: And a good Saturday morning. Oh, boy, a frog jumped in my throat. And frog season's not open until June 1st. Boy, I can't wait for it, too. Love to catch them bullfrogs. How about you? Well, we got a lot of news and uh, items to talk about this morning. Uh, Probably the biggest thing happened this week. Uh, Wildlife and Fisheries Department has reopened Elmer's Island, and that is some really good news for those of you wanting to get down and do some uh, surf fishing, some crabbing, some beach combing. I never really did understand why that area was closed. They said it was uh, because of the COVID virus, but, uh, you know, you can certainly keep your distance and practice all of the procedures that uh, the CDC and everyone else recommended while you're out there in that sunshine and salt air. I can't believe that would be anything but good for you. So anyway, go at it. It opened up yesterday morning, and will continue to be open until further notice. Which I, I don't think we're going to see it close again. Shrimp season going to be opening up on Monday. That's good news and bad news. Good news is it's mean lots more shrimp available for you. Bad news is uh, sometimes those boats can kind of compete with the fishermen a little bit. So you want to steer clear of them. They kind of muddy up the conditions. Uh, Shrimp season, probably not going to be the best. Uh, We've had a lot of cold, late weather, a lot of fresh water, a lot of rainy uh, weather that rose some of the river stages up, and fresh water and cold temperatures are the enemies of shrimp growth. So while there may be plenty – Quantity-wise, I don't know about the quality. If you are a recreational shrimper or you want to be, it's kind of become a lost art. Lots of people used to do it. It's still available, and I'm going to run down the regulations for you and also the license requirement. If you want to go out and DIY, do your own shrimping. CCA Star Rodeo kicking off next weekend. Can you believe it's here already and it's not going to be slowed down by any closures or lockdowns? A little bit later on, we're going to be talking to Rad Trasher, the director of the state's largest fishing rodeo, uh, the star, and he'll update you on any changes and kind of tell you how it's been going along as far as releasing those redfish. Flounders or the lack thereof, that was one of the topics discussed at the Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting. I'll tell you what they believe the problem is, and unlike speckled trout, and not blaming it on overfishing. We'll talk about that. Plus, Bayou Wild TV, we are looking for a few good storytellers. If you've got a great story, a uh, catch or kill of a lifetime, uh, you caught a state record, uh, something outstanding, or just one of those real memorable stories and you're pretty good at telling it, we'd like to hear from you. And uh, get in touch with us. BayouWildTV.com is the website. And uh, we'll look at what you got, send us some photos, maybe you got some video to support it, whatever. We're looking for some locals and maybe not so locals to tell good fishing and hunting stories. And if you can sing at all, or if you can't sing at all, <laughs> the Louisiana Fish Fry is looking for anyone willing to try to sing our state song, You Are My Sunshine, on your cell phone video. And by doing that, no matter how good or bad the quality is, you will earn 100 meals for the needy on their behalf. Details you will find On my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com, as well as on BayouWildTV.com. We also have for your listening pleasure the story of a crab trap pilferer and what he'll be facing as this week's bad boy of the outdoors. Don't forget to text messages, 870-870. Coastal marine forecast looking like this. Today, about a 40% chance of rain. We don't need any more of that stuff. Southeast winds 10 to 15, 2 to 4 feet. Going to be a little bumpy offshore. Interior lakes and bays, those 10 to 15 knot winds, will create a moderate chop. Tomorrow, rain looking uh, probably worse, 70% chance, but the wind's much better. South wind, 5 to 10. That should knock it down to about 2 to 3-foot seas offshore. And interior bays and lakes, south wind, 5 to 10 smooth conditions. Uh, Average tide is about average, 0.6 foot. Mississippi River's at 15 to and climbing all right looking at my text board we got some early texts coming in and i'm hearing from uh my partner martha she says morning Don. the bureaus flag is moving much too too much for my liking this morning it's going to be a bumpy day offshore have a good one you do the same martha be careful and uh ride it out i hope you get some big ones all right we come back after this get to some more of your text messages we got a uh, a Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club kayak tournament going on, a combination of catching reds and bass. I really like the concept. We'll talk more about that with some of our texters, and Brendan bayard has got your paddlers report. we got a full two hours to do what you and I love to do each and every Saturday morning, and that's talk fishing and hunting right here on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, time to talk to Robbie Campo at Campo's Marina in Shell Beach. And, Robbie, recapping and looking back at this week, uh, boy, we had some problems with winds, but it didn't stop a lot of the fishermen, especially that Captain Giacomo. Man, he killed them this week.
3: You
4: know, I fished with Giacomo uh, Tuesday, um, Don. Man, we had a really, really great day. We went on the eastern shoreline of Lake Bourne, and uh, i tell you, I, these trout are so beautiful on, on this eastern shoreline of Lake Bonne right now. And we and look, if we didn't just stop at one spot and just stay there, we started at Yankees, uh, at Yankees Reef. We fished uh, Bayou Sioux. We went to uh, Zigzag, which is the next little bay. We worked our way all the way down to Grandy. So and and there was fish up and down that shoreline on an incoming tide, outfalling tide, and an incoming tide because we caught it both ways. Um, we did really well uh, Tuesday. You know, later in the week we had this we had this monsoon come through that <laughs> had drowned everybody on the north shore. Um uh um and, and you know, yesterday I, I said, Well, this is gonna be just a washout, you know. Well, it turned out to be not bad at all. Um we had we had southeast winds. They killed the trout yesterday all the way to dark right here by the old fort and uh, Lake Barn here. So um today is a repeat of that. You might get rained on. You might not. I'm not sure. Bring the raincoat when you come. Uh, don't leave home without it um, because I think it might happen. But not only did they catch trout uh, down yesterday, caught a lot of redfish on the shoreline, too, on a, on a falling tide. And we're going to have a somewhat of a falling tide this morning for a little while longer. Um, but, yeah, man, I think I think today is going to be a repeat of yesterday. So, uh, we're catching fish. And, and and that's just around here, Don. They, look, they caught fish by the Long Rocks. They caught fish at Christmas Camp Lake. And the boats that could get out, that did go out to the islands early in the week, did really well out there. Uh, so if you if you want to brave that to go to Freemason or Curlew or uh, Gosia, I mean, you know, and, and if you got the boat to do it, I, I would say do it. It's, you know, it's, it's go time, man. There's no better time to be fishing than right now. Um, I give you an update on your live bait situation, real quick. Uh, live bait, uh, we're probably gonna run out this morning. With the, so many people down here already, Don. Um, if you're coming in on five ten later in the morning, make sure you stop at Bait Inc. or Tony Kutcher and get some and pick up bait coming down. We still have plenty of bait left, but I'm just telling you, it's gonna. You know, just the amount of people that's down here already. It's it's going to happen, and I don't want anyone to be without it. So, you know, um, here's the, you know, and we're all going to be this way. Every one of these Marines has got people everywhere. It's 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 crazy down here right now. So with <laughs> that said, you know, get, get down here. Make a left at that bridge. We're going to get you friendly service. We're going to get you in the water. We're going to get you fishing, all the other good stuff to go with it. Come on down and see us.
2: Well, Rob, if you would, keep me updated throughout the morning so that if you run out and might catch some people on the road listening on the radio driving down, and we can alert them for sure to make that stop. But to be safe, they, they might just want to do it anyway unless they're just dead set on getting your bait when they get down there on the water.
4: Absolutely, but uh, I'll I'll keep you updated throughout the morning. I'll, t- I'll send you a text messages and uh, let you know what's going on. But uh, anyway, like I said, Make that left at that bridge and come on down and see us right now. We're waiting on you down here. We want your business. Come on and see us.
2: And if not today, if you can go tomorrow, the winds are going to lighten up a whole lot. They're talking about five to ten, some smooth conditions. But it's a trade-off. You know, you got less chance of rain today, more chance of rain uh, tomorrow, but better wind conditions. So whatever, bring a rain suit. Yep. That's why they sell so many of those things. You know. Absolutely, absolutely. Keep Talk talking right. business. <laughs> yes, sir.
4: All right, Rob.
2: Glad y'all enjoying all right, such a great uh, spring uh, season. Also, I found out this week you guys are going to be an official way station for the Star Tournament, which kicks off next. Uh,
4: week. And that's oh yeah, and that's something else, Don. Real quick, we are the official way station uh, for Star Tournament, and here in Shell Beach. So if you need a Star ticket, um, you come see me. I have your Star ticket. Uh, don't I would not fish without one. Don There's a half a million dollars in prizes, and we did tag a redfish. Uh, uh, rad Red Trasher came down. We did tag a redfish and release it. So uh, there's one swimming around right here near Shell Beach. So get your ticket. Don't go without it because if you catch that fish on, you know, from start on Memorial Day to Labor Day, hey, and you don't have the ticket, mmm. You'll be yeah. you'll be
2: kicking yourself in the pants. So you'll <laughs> be eating a very expensive grilled redfish. And now you also Absolutely. set up with the scale for all the other categories. If yeah. people catch yep. them, they can yep. bring them yep. to you to yep. weigh them in.
4: Absolutely. Yep. We had the scale. Uh, um, Red took care of us. We got everything that we need to to do this. So uh, yeah. I mean, look. Come on down and get your get your ticket while you can. And uh, you can get it online, but I do have them here. So um, with that said, yep, we we are on board and we're ready to go.
2: Sounds good, Rob. Take care, my friend. We'll talk to you a little bit All later right, on. Buddy. Keep us updated on that bait right. situation. Okay. We'll do. You. All right, Don. Bye-bye. Robbie Campo, he's uh he's not really a left guy. You know, He's more right wing, but you turn left after you cross over to Wykloski Bridge and take your right to him. All right, we'll be back right after this. Yeah, Red Trash is going to be joining us uh, later on in the second hour, but we got lots to cover before that right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, thanks for all the text messages. We'll get to those in just a second. couple of things I did want to talk about first. The red snapper season is getting ready to open next week for the big Memorial Day weekend. And, yes, red snap will be one of the categories in the star rodeo. Don't forget, uh, if you're going to be fishing snapper, here's what you need, your basic license, your saltwater license. And don't forget about that R-O-L-P, the ROPE, or the Recreational Offshore Landing Permit. It's absolutely free but you need to get it in order to be legal to catch red snapper as well as other offshore species. The way to do that, you can just go to the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries website and find it. Just put in ROLP website. It'll probably come right up. A couple of questions they ask you, and they'll issue you an ROPL number. You can print it out and keep it with your hunting and fishing license. All right, the other thing I wanted to mention, flounders. Uh, Last Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting, uh, Jason Adrians reported that the current flounder declines are not a regional overfishing issue. It's got more to do with factors that involve their reproduction and their recruitment. So they are in the process of putting together some management options for the commission. <clears throat> They'll probably focus on how to recover the stock in light of those reproductive and recruitment issues, not overfishing-related issues, as opposed to speckle trout. They're blaming the decline on speckle trout, although we're not seeing it this year, uh, although I, I do think there is something to that. Uh, the plans to restore that wouldn't would include either limiting the numbers or the size restriction, increasing the size, or both, or combination. And they're still mulling that around. I uh, wouldn't expect to see any changes in speckled trout regulations in Louisiana, probably till the winter, maybe even next spring. Uh, but the current statewide flounder uh, population is estimated to be below half A million pounds it's the lowest record since the early 1980s and they think they've got to do something about it now what they will do I think they're kind of hinting around that because it's a problem of reproductive and recruitment issues maybe they're talking about maybe instituting some seasons to maybe take some pressure off of them during those important times when they're spawning Um, if in case you're not aware the recreational bag limit is 10 per day which is very generous there is no size limit and you can fish for them year-round right now. That's the recreational. Now, the commercial take a flounder is something different. It's also 10 each day and no size limit per licensed fisherman. But a shrimping vessel can keep all the flounders and sell them as bycatch on a shrimping trip. So that is allowed for flounder year-round. Commercial. So maybe they're going to do some seasonal changes maybe they will institute some size and quantity limits too even though they say it's not an overfishing anyway we'll stay on top of that what is your opinion uh, either scientific or unscientific or just gut feeling do you think number one that flounder are in trouble and number two what do you think might be the way to turn that around text me at 870 870 just like these folks did the Lafayette Yacker's up early in Texas. He's chasing pumpkins and green trout in the parish. Where you at. Good luck to all. No biscuits, no boudin, little choice of coffee. Yeah, you really you're really suffering. You're acting like a Spartan this morning. Uh, again, jargon, pumpkins being redfish because they're bright orange sometimes. Green trout, that is another name for a bass because I know we talk about these terms and people go, what the heck are they talking about? All right, here's a, a listener who whacked a trout in Hopedale on Monday. Live shrimp under big popping corks was the ticket. Oh, that's uh, my Raider Pride buddies from last uh, team last stall. Good for you guys. Uh, Justin, who's in our Gentilly Wildlife Refuge, keeping uh, his eye on the flora and fauna there, says uh, his neighbor took some poison oak away from the fence, and that night a possum crawled over the fence. Yeah, we didn't get the poison oak. Here's one from uh, the River Rat. He's driving his big rig to Alabama today. Glad to keep you company, River Rat. Uh, You got a fishing report for Lafitte. We will get that from both sides of Lafitte. We'll get Ryan Lambert on the east, and we'll get Darrell Carpenter on the west. Uh, The Nordic Star is headed down to Sweetwater Marina. Hopefully they're going to catch some specks and redfish. Praying it doesn't rain till you catch some fish. Yeah, they're talking about some rain. Probably later in the day, a much better chance tomorrow. All right, we're hearing from the tomato lady. She said she thought (laughs) she might have to bring a life vest to Covington Market to sell tomatoes today. Yeah, we had a lot of rain over here at St. Ubert's, I can tell you that. Uh, they trawl for their shrimp, and uh, for the freezer, she is the best motlo, but she's got shrimp picker. I've never heard that term. Maybe explain that a little bit. Where would that come from? What language is that? Anyway, shrimp pickers are needed, and I'm glad you're a good one. She says they won't make opening day. Going to let things slow down a bit. That's our friend and the tomato lady. And let's see, Big Henry is going to Grand Isle. Wants to know if they're catching fish. He's going to work the beach. Elmer's Island's open. Uh, nobody's been there for a while. Maybe somebody went yesterday. We're going to get a report from Darrell Carpenter. He covers all the Grand Isle for us. And if anyone else has some information on that, pass it along to us, and we'll share it with the audience. Uh, here's one that, uh, let's see, somebody was talking about flounder. I asked and I received. Let's see. Flounder are plentiful in southwest Louisiana. Just ask Captain Kirk. Yeah, well, we're going to talk to him this morning, and last conversation I had with him said they were usual, unusually Good numbers of flounders showing up. And here's one that wants to up. <laughs> and the hex has never been lifted. Looking forward to once again being able to put some fish in the... Oh, that's a shame, man. When somebody puts a curse on you to not catch fish and it works, I can understand why... uh why Uncle Ranch made up with Uncle Max. The things we talk about on Saturday mornings before the sun comes up. All right, coming back after this, uh, i got some more stuff to tell you about. Get some more text in. Your opinion on flounders. Are they overfished? Or is that just a figment of our imagination? And what do you think should be done, if you do think they're overfish to turn that around? We'll be right back to talk about that. Got more fishing reports coming from Captain Ryan Lambert. Got Captain Kirk out there in the southwest Louisiana. Darrell Carpenters in Grand Isle. The professor, Mike Gallo. Boy, I went to see him, and, man, he had a tough day. But he managed to get a limit of reds that day despite the winds. All that coming up, plus Red Trasher, director of the CCA Star. If you never signed up for that... You really need to. You really do. We'll explain why. It's all coming up on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, squirrel season is, in fact, open, although it doesn't seem like a hunting season for squirrels should be open, but it's open till May 24th in the state of Louisiana, three per day, nine possession for the season on that. And, of course, all you need is a basic license. Unless you're hunting on a WMA, you need a special permit. You might want to check those WMAs because some of them are not open for it and others have more restrictive dates. I made a squirrel hunt with my, a lot of you know my grand nephew, Drew Dubuque, the guy who caught the 33-plus the pound striped bass, number six all-time state record. He's nine years old. I challenged him to a squirrel shoot-off. We have one of our stands on the hunting lease that really draws a lot of squirrels. And so the rules were when the first squirrel came in, we would do a coin toss and we would alternate shots and see who ended up with the most. And uh, <laughs> poor guy. He had a twenty two with a scope. I had open iron sights on mine. Uh, he missed the first shot. Uh, I made my first shot. He missed the next shot. And uh, that was pretty much it. Uh, actually, he missed two and I was hoping he would hit him, but, you know, he, he didn't take it too bad. He said, you know, I was up against a professional, but I thought it was pretty evenly matched because I'm old and I got bad eyesight, you know, and can't even keep my hands from shaking and holding steady and all that kind of stuff, and he's a young young uh, up-and-coming stud. So, anyway, it was a lot of fun. Our first annual squirrel shoot-off, and I think he's challenged me to go back again next year. Good luck to Drew. All right, um, we also have that uh, Peter Canizaro virtual bass fishing tournament. Those are still going on. It's all over the North American continent. It's, it's virtual. It's, you actually fish, but you compete online. And to get all the details, it's only a $20 entry fee. It's got payouts for several places. Uh, go to Peter Canazero. At charter.net, that's Peter Canizzaro, two N's and two Z's That's how you spell it. It's a catch, photo, and release tournament, and it's going pretty good. All right, right after this quick 10-second pause to let our stations identify themselves, I'll be back and check our text message board. Getting a lot of Facebook messages, too. We'll be back to read some of those to you. Right after this time out, you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network as we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are. All right. Here's a question: uh, Do you know where I can purchase speckled trout heads? Um, I don't think it's legal for anyone to sell a recreationally caught speckled trout, any even a body part. But I don't think anybody would want to charge you for that. I mean, basically, they're going to toss them into the bayou. What I would do, I don't know where you 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 live or where you're calling or texting from, but go to one of the local saltwater marinas and just ask them if they would maybe put a sign up or. You know, tell them what day you can come by because you don't want those things standing there. But, I mean, and just ask the customers. If you don't want to, the heads for crab bait, throw them into a garbage can or a bucket and uh, keep them there, and uh, you can go pick them up there. I'm sure that's what you're looking for them for, huh, unless you've got some other recipe for trout heads that I don't know about. All right, here's some boys uh, and, and another driver are headed to Campos. Hope they still have bait. As of right now, I haven't heard back from Robbie. You should be good, but if you want to be safe, I got two places: Bait, Inc. and Tony Coches' shop on uh, on Five Ten or Paris Road. As you head down there, you can pull in there and make sure you get some. All right, uh, here's one. Let's see. Uh, oh, somebody, if anyone knows this guy Blair Coleman, he he's an old radio guy. Uh, tell me if you've ever been to his place. He's, does he have any mirrors in his house? I'm really interested to know. Hi, Raynell, glad you're there listening, and uh, Martha had a good comment. I wanted to find, what did she say? Uh, her life is peeing in a bucket and hoping a wave don't grow. <laughs> what a glamorous life of a uh, offshore captain and deckhand. Well, Martha, you know things are always uh, 72 degrees and pretty comfortable here in St. Hubert's Cathedral. When you get tired of doing all that fishing, come on back and, we can do the radio thing. And by the way, we got some really good TV features that, that are going to be upcoming on Bayou Wild. By the way, Bayou Wild, if you, I mentioned this earlier, if you're a good storyteller, and who doesn't have a good fish or hunting story to share, well, we'd like to hear from you. Hear your story. If you got some pictures, some people even have video, and you're pretty good at telling it, contact us at our website, BayouWildTV.com. And uh, Chris Lecoq will we'll look it over, and we, we're trying to accumulate a lot of storytellers. And I've got a couple of stories from people that I have interviewed over the last 31 years, and there's some pretty interesting stuff out there. All right, uh, let's see. Motlow, Motlow, M-O-T-L-O-W, is the Cajun French word for deckhand. I didn't know that. Okay, Martha, we're going to start calling you Martha Motlow. <laughs> All right, Red Light and Paris Road and Judge Perez seen seven boats headed down the road. Look, there is no doubt that there has been a lot more fishermen ever since this lockdown, shut down, people working from home, being furloughed, uh, you know, being temporarily unemployed. A lot of people have, have turned their thoughts to fishing, and I'm kind of wondering, it's increased a lot of the pressure on, on fish. I know there was a lot more people turkey hunted this year, that had passed, and uh, they may have to take that into consideration. All right, uh, there was just one red light. That's all they caught on the way down there. Interesting stuff. All right, we come back after this. Let's see if we can get a hold of Captain Kirk. He's over there in the Big Lake area, southwest Louisiana, where they were catching flounders and the home of some of the biggest speckled trout you'll ever find in Louisiana. And they got everything you need to get out and get on them. We'll talk to him right after this time out. You listen to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Now well, we're not going that far into outer space, but we're going over to southwest Louisiana in the area of Hackberry, Rod, and Gun territory, and we talk to Captain Kirk Stansel, the leader of the band. Hey, Captain Kirk, how you doing this morning?
3: Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Except for this weather, we're going to get here in just a little while.
2: Yeah, what you got coming your way?
3: Oh, there's a big squall line coming from the west. Uh probably be here at nine, ten o'clock.
2: But, but we're mm-hmm. going to
3: try and get out there and get a little fishing in prior to it getting here.
2: Sounds but, like a good uh, plan. Yeah, How's it been this week? Yeah. It, 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 for the
3: weather conditions, it's been good. Uh, yesterday, uh, we had a good day. A lot of guys caught, uh, I mean, nobody had any limits of trout. Lot, several limits of redfish came in, but there were some decent numbers of trout. And uh, In like one, fact, one captain had his limited trout, and he had about a six-and-a-half pounder to go with him. So uh, he uh, had, a, had a real good fish, and but it's been good. I mean, it's it's the best it's been in a long time for this time of year, uh, Don.
2: Now, you had a run on flounders a while back. Is that still going on? they still yeah. showing up pretty regularly? No, we're, we're catching a few bycatch flounder, but the,
3: the run itself is pretty, you know, we're on the tail end of it. Mm-hmm.
2: So that squall line you're looking at, how long do you think that's going to take to pass through? Is it moving pretty quick? That last one didn't move very fast, and that's why it dumped so much rain on us.
3: Yeah, this one is moving pretty quick, uh, but there's a lot of rain behind it. Uh, the squall line itself is, uh, I mean, it. it I, I like I said, it right now it's probably about High Island, which is halfway between uh, Sabine Lake and Galveston, and I expect it to be here nine ten o'clock the way it's moving.
2: I believe this is maybe the last of our cold fronts. This is a cool front behind I it going to so. drop temperatures. It, it,
3: yeah, yeah, it's supposed to drop. Have a little north wind, uh, which might make our beachfront pretty good uh, this week. So, uh,
2: you know, we're <clears> not <throat> far away from the shrimp seasons. How's the shrimp forecast looking out your way?
3: It's looking good. I mean, because there's a lot of shrimp being caught by the bait fishermen here, and uh, so I, I feel like these guys, uh, when shrimp season opens, they'll, they'll do real well. Now now they're a lot of small, they're, you know, they're small, they're on Mm a small to medium size.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, you haven't had as much of that fresh water this year as you've had in quite the years past that cold, fresh water really inhibits their growth. So they can grow quick. They're amazing.
3: Yeah, they can shrimp. It is amazing how fast they can grow. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, shoot. You're talking about the fresh water. This is the first year in five years we haven't had fresh water in our, uh, in our lake. It's, uh, It's nice to have built fish in green water.
2: Absolutely. So uh, what part of the lake are you suggesting people try to catch those speckled trout?
3: Well, if they're going to go today, you're going to have to go on the south end because it's hard south wind blowing. But uh, they've been, the whole lake's had fish. I mean, from up toward Pryan Lake all the way down to the jetties. I mean, every every pattern's working. If you like to fish shorelines, you like uh, drift reefs, uh, working birds, it, all that's happening. It, it's Man, been you're real. Talking good. like
2: old days, huh? You talking like yeah? The old it days is. it <laughs>
3: is. It is. I mean, it, it's been, and I mean, I personally have yet to fish with live bait in my boat. I've just been throwing artificial and catching, you know, catching limits on the night on the good days and catching good numbers on the tough days. It's it's been good. What's
2: your what's your favorite go to bait for this time of year? Just plain old jig and cork, or
3: fish yeah, oh well, it? without a doubt, uh, I'm. No, I just, I'm fishing uh, tight line, but uh, it depends on where the fish are on the water column. You know, like I got in some birds Monday. I went out, and the fish are busted on top. And normally, I mean, as soon as you throw your bait out in there, you click the reel and start working it. Well, that that didn't happen. I mean, and a couple my guys caught a couple fish, and then I got a little backlash, pulled it out, hooked the fish on the bottom, and the fish were on the bottom. So I had to throw quarter ounce, And, uh, you know, but I changed my, the weight of my bait. I normally don't
2: throw a cork,
3: but I will. You know, sometimes it takes that little extra pop to get them.
2: Yes, it does. Kirk, all sounds good, and uh, hopefully you all get uh, enough of your trip in today to, to make it worth the while for the customers. If somebody wants to come see you and uh, lodge down there and enjoy those wonderful meals you all serve and take in all the sights and scenes of uh, southwest Louisiana, tell them the best ways to get you.
3: Okay, Don. It's uh, We have a toll-free number. It's 888 762 3391, and our website's hackberryrodandgun.com.
2: All right. And don't be surprised if I'm calling you on that phone line.
3: Well, give me a call.
2: <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. Take it easy, Kirk. We'll see you next time, right, buddy. Don. Have a good one.
3: Okay. Thank you. Yes, sir. You too. Thank you.
2: Captain Kirk Stansel, I'll tell you what, one of the finest fishing families you'll ever meet from Louisiana, the whole Stansel family. They, they work together and that, run that place. been going on for years. It was all... Founded by old Captain Terry Shaughnessy, uh, ex-football player and one of the founders of Hackberry Ride and Gun. Back with Captain Darryl Carpenter's report. Those of you asking about Grand Isle, we'll see what he can fill us in on coming back right after this timeout. You'll listen to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, we're going to pull up that, well, Captain Darryl Carpenter in just a second. I got an update on the bait situation from down in the parish. Uh, Just a few minutes ago, Robbie told me he was starting to get low. Stop at Bait Inc. or Tony Kutches. And then right behind that, he says, I just sold out. But they're going to have some bait there in about an hour. So there's a window. But if between now and Probably 7, 7.30. If you're headed down there, you might want to make a stop at one of those two bait shops on the way down, or you'll be fishing with plastic only. All right, Darrell Carpenter gives us our Grand Isle Report. Daryl, I was glad to hear they reopened Elmer's Island, and we've had some people asking about fishing the beaches for trout, and i got to believe today and until that front comes through, we're going to have some pretty strong south winds making it pretty tough. In fact, uh, sounds like you're bouncing around somewhere.
4: Uh, just a
1: little bit, Don. It's not too bad yet. We're, you know, we're chasing that weather. Or, you know, that weather's chasing us, so to speak. We got you probably a that news until it happens. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, Don, I haven't seen a week, a solid week of bad weather like we've had all week long, but yet we've still caught fish. I mean, uh, you know, some, it, it's been hit and miss. Some people are catching, some people aren't. But if you sit down in the right place, I mean, by, by midday, you're back with a, with a box full of fish. Uh, I don't know how much the surf fishing is going to be done. The last I saw, I think they would call it four to six, or occasional eight. if uh, I remember seeing it right. Surf fishing is going to be a little bit tough this weekend. Uh, like you said, until that front comes and that wind switches a little bit or dies down. But, yeah, uh, I mean, other than that, all I can tell you is if you sit down in the right place, if you move around enough, you're going to find fish around Grand Isle right now when the weather lets you. Uh, The hard part you're going to have, we lost customers for this weekend because they waited a little bit too late to find anywhere to stay. And I understand the island is booked up at 100% occupancy this weekend. And I understand next weekend they're they're already booked up at 100% occupancy. So if you're coming down here, you got to make sure you bring your patience and hope your first spot works because more than likely when you get to your second or third spot, there's going to be 20 boats parked in each of them.
2: Yeah, well, uh, I guess when they said stay at home, they didn't necessarily mean your home. Maybe somebody else's because people are definitely traveling. So uh, where where would you suggest people go both ways? If they're going to be fishing with the south wind blowing Back of the island. What some areas to stay away from high winds, and then maybe later tomorrow, uh, when that front comes through and it settles back down and the wind switches back around again, they're talking about light winds out of the south.
1: Yeah, Don, and that's what we've been doing. We've been hiding behind the island. That's you know, I'm sure you can hear a little bit of wind in the background right now. You know, that's what we're doing this morning. Uh, we're staying a little bit close, finding something that that that's got a south shoreline to it. Help block this wind and calm things down. I think this, in the middle of an open bay, is going to be a little bit tough. You might get it done for a little while this morning, but so once it that wind really starts kicking and that rise, it's probably going to be tough to be in open water somewhere. Uh, you can probably do it if you get, you know, if you got a good enough boat and a light load, you can probably do it. But it, it's going to get rough as it goes on, and you know, casting is going to be a little bit tough when you get into that wind. It's, a lot of times, it's not whether or not you or the boat can handle it, it's, it's where you're going to cast. If you got four or five people on the boat, the wind's going to depict exactly where your stuff lands, regardless of where you try to cast it to. Uh, anything that's got a, a, south, uh, a south-facing shoreline to help block it, uh, the current points, the, the fish have been all behind the island. Uh, any current point, any point of any island ought to be good for a few fish. Um you know it's just they've been scattered everywhere, and if you find the right spot, you know next thing you know you've got seventy five a hundred of them.
2: Darrell, I want to talk about flounders for a second. Uh, they're talking about a situation where they're not overfished, but the population is declining uh, due to reproductive and habitat problems. Uh, Grand Isle was always known as a great place for flounders because they got so much of a beachfront and people would go out and gig them at night. And, of course, fishing along that shoreline, you would think you'd pick up quite a few flounders incidental to fish and trout. Uh, what, what have you seen over the last, say, six or seven years on flounders? Uh, Well, we thought we were going to have a rebound year last year because all of a sudden flounders started showing up
1: last year. But I can tell you, it it doesn't, you know, that looked like it was an anomaly. Um, I have had conversations with wildlife fisheries, and they seem to be, they seem to be forecasting, a forecast coming out of Texas A&M that what we've got a problem with is we've got a, uh, with global warming, so to speak, with the average water temperature coming up, all the flounders are hatching as males and have been for several years, which is decreasing the population. Uh, I can tell you, I don't, I don't know what the cause is, but I, I can tell you, even from pulling the shrimp trawl, I can tell you there's not nearly as many flounders as there used to be because I think yesterday I caught two baby flounders in the shrimp trawl. Um, so yeah, there's definitely an issue, and there's, there's definitely not a whole lot of them here.
2: Yeah, well, the flounder is similar to the alligator, and the the sex is determined by the temperature during the hatch, uh, but. You know, what, what a lot of people would think is one of the corrective measures to put a size limit on them, but that really works in reverse because if you keep the smaller fish, then you're taking the males out and you're keeping the spawning females in because the females are always much bigger than a, than a, than a male flounder.
1: Right, right. And,
2: you know, I don't know. I mean, like I
1: said, I hadn't talked to them in a while, and they told me that study needed to be vetted a little bit, uh, you know, that they were only looking at one or two years' results. But I mean, there's definitely an issue. I, I don't know what the management measure, the proper management measure is, but we definitely have an issue with flounder. And you know, from what I heard coming out of Texas A and M, they had two different they had two different situations. One where they one where they, they made their own water where they controlled everything, the salinity, the temperature and everything else. And then one batch where they were actually where they were using the, the raw bayou water and on the, the water they were making The flounder were getting an even hatch, but the raw bayou water had gone up uh, roughly two degrees in in average, and all those fish were hatching as males.
2: Yeah. Well, they're cooking up something, and we'll we'll find out what the recommendations are on that. But in the meantime, when you catch one, feel lucky, and uh, <laughs> they're one of the most popular eating fish around for sure. Now, uh, I got you on my website. People always uh, check you out there. I got a picture and everything else. You got your own site at realscreamers.com. Give them that telephone number if they want to give you a call and check on availability because I know bookings are getting pretty tight.
1: Yes, sir. The phone's starting to pick up a little bit. If the weather would just let us run it, everything would be fine. And, you know, because there are fish to be caught, uh, they reach me at 225 937 6288.
2: All right, my friend, be careful. Hope my, y'all have here a great comes my day. First
1: one. My first one's coming All right.
2: Me. Good deal. Right. Get him have in there. One. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. uh, Yeah, we do it right here. Catch him while we talk to him. All right, boy. I got a ton of people listening, watching Facebook. Anyway, I got Gilbert and Tim, and oh, Chris Moran's up this morning. Yeah, he'd be up. Cat, Cat is up this early. What are you doing, Cat? Larry Dwaran, Good to hear from Larry and uh, Susan Grove. By the way, Susan, I found that an old picture. Not that old, but going back when you caught that lady's state record speckled trout on the fly rod. If you don't have a picture of that. Uh, Notify me, and I'll I'll get you a copy of it. It's a great picture. All right, we got Thad and Richard and Pam, a whole bunch of people. All right, we'll be back to take some more of your text messages and more reports, tell you about shrimping regulations. You need to be a shrimper. The details coming up on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. (sighs)
0: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.